And so we come to the last part of our mini-series on family relationships. And this time, let's talk about family that blesses the nations. So tayong lahat po ay manalangin. Let's pray and ask God to guide us in this last session. Tayong lahat po ay yumuko. At pumikit ang mata at uh, manalangin tayo sa Panginoon. Lord, salamat sa iyo na nandito kami ngayon sa last session of God to talk about this very important topic. How our families can truly be a blessing to the nations. So Panginoon, tulungan niyo po kami and help us to understand from your word kung uh, paano nga pwedeng mangyari to sa buhay namin, Lord God, so sa families namin. So teach us, O Lord, and guide us and help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So to begin our discussion on this topic, um, let's review muna. Mag-review muna tayo from the very first session. Uh, una mga salad, we talked about one important concept. And that is yung purpose ni Lord para sa atin in general. The purpose of the Lord for each and every one of us is to represent God in the world according to each person's uniqueness through the multiplication of godly families. So itong foundational purpose na to ay napakahalaga because this is really the starting point of uh, everything else no? that we can talk about concerning the human flourishing and uh, uh, even our salvation in Christ. Dito naka, ano to eh, baga ito yung basihan eh, no? It is because of this purpose of God. And uh, if we understand that, we can actually begin to see, you know, how God's plan uh, is unfolding right now sa buhay ng bawat isa sa atin. And so, uh, from here, from this one important concept, we talked about God's design for your family as well as mine. At uh, tinignan natin yung two essential components, no? dalawang essential components, and they are godly marriage and godly offspring. So that includes, of course, the concept of parenting. So yung dalawa na ito, yung keeping a, you know, yung ating uh, marriage uh, no? bilang isang faithful covenant and making sure that we, you know, raise up godly children. These are the two essential components of a godly family. And so we conclude na God's purpose reveals God's design for a godly family. So yun yung nakita natin sa first session natin. God's purpose reveals God's design for a godly family. Now in the second session, we talked about fireproofing the family, you know, your family as well as mine. Paano natin if a fireproof to? In other words, paano natin palalakasin yung pamilya natin as we go through the various challenges that is uh, really quite normal naman sa lahat ng mga family. We go through these different stages, no? Or challenges as we have been calling it, no? Now, I share with you three elements and I hope you remember them, no? First of all, merong strong foundations dapat ang ating mga pamilya. You know, and we talked about, you know, trust and acceptance and uh, also commitment under that. And then I shared with you ano yung strong walls na magbibuild ng family natin, which includes, of course, yung communication and caring and commonality. And then I shared with you yung strong roofing na necessary in order for us, for our families to be strong, no, enduring, ikanga. 
And that is, of course, yung grace and truth and golden rule, as well as yung greater love, which is the most important thing of all. So, as we have seen, you know, uh, to fireproof uh, your family as well as mine, kailangan na mag-aim tayo for stability, for strength, as well as integrity, you know. Let us aim for integrity. And this is how our families can become strong uh, in the midst of the various challenges. And now, as we talk about itong topic na to, family that blesses the nations. So how can we truly fulfill itong uh, vision na ito? No? Uh, we can go now to Genesis chapter 22 to look uh, into the story of one man, si Abraham. No, Probably you, you have heard about him, I'm sure. And, and this particular chapter no, is also well known because this, uh, this has to do with uh, the testing of Abraham. No? Yung inutusan siya ng Panginoon to... Uh, offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice. You remember that story. So when we want to look into this. Genesis 22 verses 1 to 19. Uh, specifically, of course, we, we want to look into the story. Kasi sinabi sa Genesis 22, 18. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. So this is very relevant ito sa gusto nating pag-usapan. No? And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. Uh, interestingly, sa New Testament, you know, nirelated to ni Apostle Paul sa ating mga mananampalataya. He says in Genesis 3 verse 7 to 9, Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announced uh, the gospel in advance to Abraham. Sabi, ni, sabi daw Paul, you know, na announced the gospel in, in this form, no? all nations will be blessed through you. And in verse 9, it says, so those who rely on faith uh, along with Abraham, uh, are blessed rather, along with Abraham, the man of faith. So very relevant itong uh, Genesis 22, so nice nothing matutunan in this session. We want to learn about the family that blesses the nations. So, Let's go there, no? So Genesis 22, verse 1 to 19. Let's look at the story. Let's uh, follow the, you know, the plot. And then let's reflect on it, you know, based on uh, what we have seen, what we can see and, and realize in the story. So in verse 1, it says, Sometime later, God tested Abraham. So from the beginning, sinasabi na sa atin ng uh, narrator, in this case, this would be, uh, you know, uh, Moses. He's telling us na, you know, na si Abraham in this particular incident is going to be tested by God, no? And yung keyword doon, yung sometime later, of course, connects this with the previous verse. So before we proceed, tignan lang natin yung ano, no? Um, in the preceding verse, the Genesis 21, verse 34. And sabi doon, And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. So, yung sometime later and a long time are connected, you know. So, in order for us to understand yung chapter 22, we have to uh, try to uh, understand ano yung nangyari si chapter 21. And uh, in chapter 21, three things happen there. Tatlong bagay nangyari doon. The first is the birth of Isaac, finally. At the age of 100 years old, si Abraham ay nagkaroon ng anak. And of course, si Sarah, no, matanda na rin, no. Uh, and so, nagkaroon sila ng first nilang uh, anak, you know, 
uh, ng pangalan ay Isaac or Laughter as he's called because they laughed when they heard na magkakanak sila in their old age. And then there's the story of Hagar and Ishmael, you know, because there was this conflict between Sarah and uh, Hagar concerning yung anak nila, anak ni Hagar. And if you remember, you know, nagkaroon ng incident kung saan kasi nainip na sila and sabi ni Sarah sa kanyang servant na si Hagar, you know, uh, basically, ikaw na ano, maging way para magkaanak uh, si Abraham. And of course, nangyari noon si Ishmael na naging anak. Uh, but, you know, they basically, uh, you know, uh, lost faith in a, in a way during that time kasi masyadong matagal. And so Ishmael was is the, the result of that particular um, uh, mistake, no? Pero nevertheless, uh, you know, yung story niyon was significant because uh, the Lord still had mercy and He had a plan uh, even for Ishmael, no? Uh, although there was there is going to be some other... Uh, parang negative thing that would happen later on between you know the the descendants of Ishmael as well as you know the descendants of Isaac but that's another story but anyway um this is the third part ng chapter 21 we hear about the treaty at Beersheba and this particular treaty is important kasi nagkaroon ng conflict no um between Abraham and uh, the people who are living in that area at uh, eventually na work out yung conflict na yun at nagkaroon na ng ano ikanga ng agreement ng peace ano karon ng treaty the treaty at uh, Beersheba kung saan uh, Abraham was able to you know live a peaceful life so significant yung chapter 21 kasi it is at that point na para nagkaroon ng stability yung buhay ni Abraham you know nagkaroon siya ng ikanga ng rest and so we find in the end of chapter 21 Itong statement na Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba and there he called on the name of the Lord, the eternal God. No? Or as some translations would put it, the enduring God. Okay? In other words, the God of the big picture. Now he's taking care of this grand scheme of things. You know, yung plan niya for Abraham. And see, you know, see Abraham was finally at rest. Maganda na yung, ano niya, yung buhay niya up to that point, of course. And then, we find in Genesis 22, yung nga, yung statement na sometime later. So, hindi nang tagal. Hindi nang tagal yung parang feeling ni Abraham na, okay, finally, wala na masyadong conflict. And yung tukol kay Hagar, na-resolve na. You know, and tukol dito, uh, kaila Abimelech, na-resolve na rin. And so, peaceful na tayo. Let's just rest. Pero sometime later, God tested Abraham. And that's interesting, no? God came into the picture right here, no? And, and sabi sa Bible, he tested Abraham. So he said to him, Abraham. He calls Abraham by his name. And in reply ni Abraham, of course, here I am. Okay? Very simple. Now after that, then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Now, para sa atin, of course, uh, mga modern people, you know, sempre that's quite shocking, you know. But let's not read into the text what you know, uh, what we know by experience. Ganyan. of course, if that if that is 
uh, something na mangyayari ngayon, medyo ano yan, mahirap yan, right? It process. But during that time, uh, hindi, hindi ito parang shocking for Abraham because um, he lived at a time kung saan yung ganito mga bagay nangyayari talaga. No? Uh, there were human sacrifices during the time of Abraham. And partly this would give us a, ano, uh, an understanding of the way Abraham responded to this. Okay. Of course, I'm sure, you know, it, it's also troubling, troubling for him. But at the same time, you know, uh, the way he would respond, makikita natin na he was parang matter-of-factly obeying, you know, nang walang masyadong struggle. Let's look at this. Sabi sa verse 3, Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. So, ganun-ganun lang, he just loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. So there's no, you know, statement, you know, like he will, he had a hard time, he probably was not able to sleep and so forth. It's just plain obedience on the part of Abraham. Now, sabi susunod, you know, when he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, which means now he anticipates na wala siya makukuwang wood kung saan man siya pupunta, Okay, he set out for the place God had told him about. Sabi ng Panginoon, pumunta siya doon sa Moriah. So he just set out for the place God had told him about. Again, you know, unusual yun, you know, he's being asked to sacrifice his son, Isaac. He waited for many, many years for, uh, you know, for this particular promise to be fulfilled. And finally, it was fulfilled. And he was already, ika nga, in a way, parang living in the land, medyo secure na siya, may treaty na nga siya doon sa Berishaba, and then yung tukol kay Hagar, na-resolve na rin. Medyo tahimik na yung buhay niya. But then here comes the test. At ang dumating yung test na yon, it's amazing that uh, Abraham, at least we are not told, no, na nag-struggle siya doon sa pag-obey. It was as if parang he just went on and did what the Lord told him to do. Now, Number four, verse four rather, uh, on the third day, so it was three days, okay? Three days yung ano na yun, yung proseso na yun. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Again, we are not told kung ano nangyari doon sa three days na yun, but we can only imagine siguro. Three days, you know, he's on his way to Mount Moriah and he's thinking about yung commandment ng Panginoon sa kanya to offer his son Isaac na matagal niya nang hinihintay. In fact, Yung statement nga mismo ng Panginoon na, you know, your only son whom you love, you know, Isaac. I can only imagine siguro what a parent would feel, you know, at that point in time. Na inutosan siya ng Panginoon to do this. Again, it's it's something na quite common during that time. Pero nevertheless, I'm sure merong emotional trauma pa rin yan. But we're not told. Hindi kasama sa scripture yung description about how he could have felt, no? Or what he must have felt. Anyway, so verse 5. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. I'm sure you mga servants probably noticed na there was something missing dun sa buong, you know, uh, endeavor na yan. Kasi, you know, I'm sure napansin nila na walang Walang animal na pwedeng gamitin to worship. At that time, of course, to worship means to offer some kind of sacrifice. So, they're probably wondering, pero there's no question or 
anything from the servants, probably because they are servants, you know. So, wala silang imik doon. However, si Isaac, iba, no? And so, in verse 6, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. So, si Isaac yung nagbuat nung, ano, nung uh, mga uh, wood. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. So, dala niya yung fire and the knife. So, as they go to this mountain to fulfill yung sinabi ng Panginoon. And then, as the two of them went on together, now, for the first time, na break in silence. In verse 7, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, so this is three days, walang usap, walang masyadong salita, at least we can, you know, assume that kasi walang nilagay sa, sa scripture na nag-uusap sila. Uh, even up to the point na nagpaalam si Abraham doon sa kanyang mga servants, wala pa rin usap. But finally, ito, in verse 7, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, sabi ni Isaac, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? So nakapansin na si Isaac because, uh, well, that's really interesting. Wala yung lamb. Uh, so he had the uh, courage to ask his father. And I can only imagine, siguro, how Abraham must have felt uh, at this point. If I were in his place, medyo mahirap yata ang sumagot knowing what I know na inutusan ako ng Panginoon to, to sacrifice my son. And yet, that is not mentioned here, no? Instead, yung sagot niya uh, is something na kakaiba. Sabi, sabi ni Abraham, Abraham, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. So here we can see the development of Abraham, no? If you remember, if you read the book of Genesis, Abraham was not this way before. He was, you know, uh, he was not really a man of faith. He was a man of doubt, actually. Nung minsan, uh, yun nga, na story na uh, he was uh, in one place and he lied about his wife para hindi siya, you know, mapunta sa difficult situation. So, he, he was not a man of faith. He was a man of doubt before. But this time, something has changed. Lalong na pagkatapos nung yung nga, nagkaroon sila ng anak na si Isaac after so long a time. He has learned his lesson. And here his response reflects that kind of faith. Sabi niya, God himself will provide the lamb. Now, yung word na provide is the Hebrew word na to see. You know, In other words, God will see that there will be a lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Yung word na to see or yung verb na to see, of course, is the same na uh, yung expression natin na, you know, so-and-so will see to it, you know, that something is done, you know, or uh, don't worry about it, I will see to it. Yung word na to see in that, in those kind of uh, sentences, meaning yung na detalye, you know, uh, don't worry, God will take care of the details. Now, remember, nung nandun siya sa Beersheba, uh, he put up an, uh, you know, uh, an offering and, and he put up an altar and he called God the enduring God, the eternal God. Or another, you know, the, the God of the big picture, the God of the big dream. But here, sabi niya, don't worry, Isaac, my son. God is also the God of the details. He's also going to take care of what is needed, in other words. So God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. Verse 9, when they reached the place God had told him uh, about, 
uh, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. So I'm sure pinanood siya ng kanyang anak, observing what is going on. So nilagay na lahat yung mga wood. And then he bound his son. So that would be something, no? Diba? Tinalihan niya yung kanyang anak na si Isaac and laid him on the altar, on top of the wood. And there is no mention kung pumiglas ba si Isaac, nagwala ba si Isaac, nanguhing na siya yung magiging uh, offering. And si Abraham ba, you know, miyak ba siya, nagkaroon ba siya ng struggle. All of those things are absent in the text. Now in verse 10, Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. So this is the moment of truth, Ikanga, no? He is now about to kill his one and only son whom he loves, whom he has waited for so long, no? Now, finally, dumating, pero ngayon, he's about to sacrifice his only son. So he took his knife, no, to slay his son. And right at that moment, here's what happened in verse 11. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven. So one more time, narinig niya ang tinig ng, uh, ng angel, no? Sabi, Abraham, Abraham. So this time it's twice. Nung una, it's just once, Abraham. This time it's twice. Perhaps really to call attention no, to Abraham uh, para ma-realize that God is indeed intervening in this situation. So the same answer, here I am, he replied. So this at this point in the story, we are basically being told by the narrator, Moses, no, that Abraham has changed. Abraham has, um, has been transformed by the, the different events in his life. So he can pivot it on Genesis 22 because he will be a different person from here on. So here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, sabi ng, ano, ng angel. Uh, do not do anything to him. Now, and, th and this is an interesting statement, no? now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Now, the beginning of the story, we are told that God tested him, but we are not told why. And in the same way, Tyrone, in our daily lives, you know, there are things that happen and sometimes we're wondering why, okay? But in this case, uh, see, si uh, Abraham was tested for this reason, sinasabi, no? Mismo ng angel. Now I know that you fear God. So God tested Abraham so that he would see whether Abraham has indeed learned how to trust God completely. So now I know that you fear God, which is, of course, parang theologically na confusion, no? Kasi we know that God knows all things. So why would he say, now I know that you fear God? Because again, you know, kailangan natin maunamaan yung uh, kakaibahan ng uh, what I would call, you know, cognition, you know, versus experience, you know. Like for example, uh, I know that my son, you know, loves me. But it's good to know, you know, in actual fact, in actual experience, yung love na yun manifested, you know. And that confirms uh, what I, I expect my son, you know, to do. So in the same way, you know, alam naman ng Panginoon lahat ng bagay, and yet he was, uh, you know, sinasabi niya rito na, you know, now that I, I know, sabi niya, that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And so from that, ano, event, you know, ito ngayon ang nangyari because um, 
And so so the verse, Abraham looked up, uh, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. Again, you looked up is in the word see, which is really the same Hebrew word for provide. So he looked up, and nakita niya nga, that there is now a ram caught by its horns. So he went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. And notice you know, how this becomes you know, significant because in the following verse, sabi, so Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. So dito sa incident na to, you know, when uh, finally see Abraham was beginning to understand how God's plan and purpose unfolds in his own life. At first, nagda-doubt siya. At first, he really struggled. At first, he was, uh, you know, parang taking it upon himself. Na figure out niya paano niya makukuha yung, yung blessing ng Panginoon sa buhay niya. But now he has come to the point now, hindi na siya worried or concerned about the details of how things would work out. Because now he knows that God will take care of the details. At yun ibig sabihin ng name na Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. In other words, God will take care of the details. And whatever is needed, you know, then he will provide. Yun yung idea na yun, that God will provide. So, and to this day, sabi ni Moses referring to his time, and to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. In other words, God would see to it na ano pa yung kailangan natin so that His purpose and will can be accomplished. Well, God will take care of the details of that. So just as God is in the big picture, is the enduring eternal God, He is also Jehovah Jireh, the God of details, the God of, you know, how things would work out eventually. Now, in verse 15, Sabi, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord. So after this test, you know, confirmation ng test na yon, and Abraham passed, sabi ng Panginoon sa kanya, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. So the Lord was affirming that major choice on the part of Abraham. He said, I will surely bless you. And make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. And which is really the, 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 the purpose of God, you know, is that uh, mankind would represent him through their uniqueness. Uh, so, magitan ng multiplication of families. And so, this is exactly what is happening here. Okay? Through Abraham, God's purpose is now uh, being unfolded, being fulfilled. Your descendants, sabi ng Panginoon, will take possession of the cities of their enemies. So there will be some struggle. There will be conflict involved. There is a process. Pero pinapromise kay Abraham, no? That uh, mapapasa kanila yung, ano, yung uh, mga cities na yun. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. Because you have obeyed me. So, in this case, particularly referring kay Isaac, but of course, in in light of the big picture you know, of the scriptures, the, the unfolding drama, uh, we know that uh, ultimately this is fulfilled in Jesus Christ himself, you know, who is the, of course, the epitome and the focus of all the blessings of God. Through him, we can experience every spiritual blessing that is uh, from the Lord. Now, verse 19 then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba. 
and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. So this really is connected with chapter 21. Chapter 22 and chapter 21 is sandwiched, you know. Tungkol ito sa how God's plan is unfolding sa buhay ni Abraham. So si Abraham mismo was transforming because of the way God was showing him his faithfulness. And yung journey niya, yung journey ni Abraham, is also our journey. Yung journey ni Abraham of learning how to trust God, you know, uh, as he was building his family, is the same encouragement sa atin. And, uh, and that's why the Apostle Paul is really connecting yung story ni Abraham with our own story right now. Through Christ, we are on a journey of faith and we are learning to trust God more and more. So, Let's really look at it, uh, you know, in terms of parang, you know, let's just step back and try to identify kung ano yung mga prinsipyo dito sa story na ito. The family that blesses the nations, you know, exercises faith in three important areas of their lives. And this is the key. Para ma-experience natin itong the family that blesses the nations. First of all, you know, yung family that blesses the nations is willing to trust God for the challenges. Now remember, you know, sa chapter 21, si Abraham was already, uh, you know, sabihin natin, a restful situation, no? Nagkaroon na siya ng anak, finally. Okay, yung problema kay Hagar and Ishmael, na-resolve na rin yun. God took care of it. Tapos yung conflict niya doon kay Abimelech, you know, and na-resolve na rin with a treaty doon. And so there's no more conflict. So everything was just fine. But then comes the test. Out of nowhere, God tested him. And this gives us an idea of our own journey of faith as a family. No, there will be many times na siguro yung family natin would experience ika nga, uh, happiness and enjoyment and fun. You know, we take pictures, ganyan. You know, lagay natin sa Facebook. Everything is just fine. Then comes a crisis. So merong mga challenges na darating sa journey natin. But Please understand this, okay? God's desire and purpose is that we would represent Him in the world through our uniqueness and, and through our family mismo, no? And so God has this purpose. And so the question that we need to ask is, paano niya ma-fulfill itong purpose na to, no? Of uh, us being able to represent Him. And the answer, of course, is that He needs to save us. He needs to transform us, Okay? Uh, kaya pinadala niya ang kanyang bugtong na anak na si Jesus to save us, you know, from the penalty of sin and to reconcile us with himself. At uh, hindi nagtapos rin doon, our salvation continues on through the ongoing deliverance no, na ginagawa ng Panginoon sa atin, setting us free from the power and stronghold of sin and then transforming us. And how does he transform us, mga kapatid? And this is important. He uses means of grace and even yung events na nangyayari sa buhay natin as part of this uh, uh, honing and sharpening that uh, He wants to do uh, in our lives. Now, practically speaking, that means na sa family natin, on our way to fulfilling God's purpose, there will be challenges. Magkakaroon ng mga, of course, misunderstanding. Magkakaroon ng mga 
conflict, magkakaroon ng mga problema, magkakaroon ng financial difficulty, magkakaroon ng iba't ibang mga suliranin. And that's part of the, the process of transformation that God wants to do in our families. And so we must be willing to trust God through this, uh, you know, iba't ibang mga ups and downs sa journey natin. And uh, we must be willing to trust God completely through that process and know that God is in control. Now, si Abraham, if he was tested siguro earlier, probably nagpanik na siya. Probably he would complain to God and say, Oh God, how can you do this? You know? And yet, yung nga, yung nga yung amusing about the story. He did not complain. He did not ask God, Lord, bakit mo pinagagawa sa akin yan? Ang tagal na ako naghintay for my for my son, you know, my only son, and now gusto mo i-sacrifice ko yung anak ko. Abraham has reached a point that he can just trust God for the details of his life. And in the same way, yung mga family na maaaring maging blessing to the nations are those families who are willing to trust God for the challenges. And we all have our unique challenges. And if you're listening right now, and maybe your family is going through a challenge, maybe... One of your children, you know, uh, is rebelling, you no, know, or maybe may financial crisis of family niyo, or maybe a health crisis. Remember, you no, know, in order for us to really be transformed and to be used by God, because God cannot use us unless He can transform us. Necessary on the process. We can only represent God if we are being transformed by God in our inward selves yung character natin. And it takes yung mga sovereign events na nangyayari sa buhay natin, yung mga quote-unquote trials and testings that God allows in our lives. Those are the means through which God is teaching us to trust Him, to obey Him, to just walk by faith. And so, if we want to become a family that can truly bless the nations, then we have to join it together with God and allow God to transform us and to deliver us sa iba't ibang klase ng mga strongholds sa buhay natin. And often we would not know these strongholds unless dumating yung mga problema na yun. Only then can we become aware na may mga issues in our lives, may mga fears and doubts na nandun sa puso natin. God in His mercy does not tell us everything we need to know about ourselves. The things that God wants to, you know, uproot from our hearts. He doesn't tell us everything, but, you know, uh, slowly but surely, He allows circumstances to arise that would test us, Iganga, so that we can begin to see kung mga issues na yun that He wants to deliver us from. You see, unless aware ka sa mga bagay na yun, you really, you, you cannot uh, even confess or ask God to help you kasi unaware ka. So that's why the revelation of God comes when we become you know, aware, when we are awakened about ourselves, about our families, about our need to trust God, and so forth. So, the family that God truly uses to bless the nations is a family that is being transformed. Okay, And at the same time, your family chooses to trust God for the challenges. Secondly, as we reflect on this story, uh, we can see that the family that blesses the nations like Abraham, no, like the family of Abraham, is a family that is willing to trust God for the provisions. And like I said, dito sa story nito, dito natin matatagpuan yung 
name ng Panginoon na Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. And sometimes, we, of course, we think na, oh, okay, the Lord will provide. So it means na wala akong pera, magkakaroon akong pera. But it's more than that. Uh, like I said, the Hebrew word for provide is to see. The Lord will will see. Will see to it, in other words. Kung ano man yung kakailanganin na bagay na that would sustain us and help us. So it's really more than just financial, no? It's really talking about the provisions of God. Kaya ito yung sabi rin ni Paul, di ba? My God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now, as a family, you know, toward the fulfillment of God's purpose sa atin, as we learn how to nurture one another para, you know, ma-discover, ma-heighten yung ating uh, kung sino tayo and how God has made us so that we would discover in what way we can represent Him in the world. Yung journey na yun is full of challenges and trials and testings, of course. No? Parte ng walk na, of course, not all of it naman. Hindi may ibig sabihin sila ng pagkakataon, nagdurusa tayo. But it's really, you know, part of it all. Yung journey na yun, merong mga, you know, may mga gaps, merong mga situation na ano bang gagawin natin. And here's what the Lord is saying no? sa atin through the story of Abraham. Dito sa story nito na Genesis 22, we find Abraham basically declaring to his son Isaac, Isaac, huwag ka magalala. Um, I know wala tayong uh, animal to sacrifice and all of that, you know, I see that too. Pero ang sagot niya sa anak niya, huwag ka magalala. The Lord will take care of the details. And so, bilang mga magulang, as we, you know, journey together with our children, as we raise up our children, we want to teach them to rely on the Lord, to trust God. Hindi lang sa area ng finances, that's the most common thing siguro na maaaring masabi natin na challenge sa atin. But there are many other challenges. But here is something na kailangan natin matutunan. If we want God to use us, we must learn how to uh, let go of idols sa buhay natin. Because by nature, we tend to put our trust sa mga bagay-bagay rather than in God. We tend to put our trust sa career natin, sa trabaho natin, sa business natin, or whatever. Kasi alam naman natin, may need tayo. May need tayo for security. May need tayo for significance. May need tayo for acceptance. May need tayo you know, deep down needs. And we're trying our very best to find ways para you know, ma-secure natin ang sarili natin. Magkaroon tayo ng feeling of safety. And Abraham has learned in his life that the only safety that he can truly rely upon is the Lord himself. And so he has come to that point in his life that he has completely surrendered to Yahweh and basically he's willing to go all the way, even sacrificing his son. Now, by the way, this story is not about yung idea that God will ask you to sacrifice your son. <laughs> no? Or even, you know, uh, to probably, you know, give up something na ayaw mong give up. The point is here, the, si Abraham, bilang a man of faith, is uh, ika nga, through, his, through his behavior and through his response, we can see that he's willing to surrender everything to God. As far as kung ano yung kakailanganin, ano yung detalye, he has learned to be at peace with God. And one of the things na kailangan matutunan ng ating mga pamilya is to learn how to practice yung lifestyle of uh, not being hurried, not being so parang uh, self-reliant, na hindi tayo makapahinga, hindi tayo makatulog. 
uh, because gugori tayo na baka gumuho ang mundo natin if we do not work 24-7. Our families need to live yung life natin, yung pacing natin that is really characterized by grace. We must learn to teach our children by our example, to set apart our day for, for rest, to uh, to live our lives na parang di tayo nagmamadali and we, know we don't need na parang maging, uh, uh, you know, super assertive tayo to get our way. We can just relax and trust God for the provisions that He has for us. We can learn how to be content. We can learn how not to be so parang materialistic na ina-accumulate natin lahat ng bagay. So the family that can bless the nation is a family that surrenders fully to the goodness of God. And they have learned to trust God's provisions. Okay? Finally, the family uh, that can really bless the nations is the family that is willing to trust God for the outcomes. And that's what we see in the case of Abraham. He didn't know how things will work out. You know? Sabi sa kanya ng Panginoon, I want you to go to Mount Moriah and offer your son, the son that you, want, that you love, your only son, and he doesn't really know how things would be and how it would work. Alam natin because we have read the story. But in the case of Abraham, he didn't know. And it's also amazing that the Isaac, when he was tied down and everything, you know, hindi siya nagpumiglas, hindi siya nagwala, hindi siya nagreklamo, hindi siya sinabi sa, sa ama niya, si Abraham, ano ba klase to? Ba't ako yung ilalagay mo dito? Wala naman akong kasalanan. There, there was complete obedience on their part. Now, I'm sure, you know, you're wondering or you're thinking, kaya ba natin yung ganyang klaseng complete surrender? Of course, this is something that is uh, formed in us, okay? As a family, we walk with the Lord by faith and we learn how to keep in step with the Spirit. So, itong mga pinag-uusapan natin, yung learning how to trust God for the challenges, learning how to trust God for the provisions, and now learning how to trust God for the outcomes, these are things that God wants us to become. You know, in other words, these are the, the character traits that God is working in us. Remember, he said in Paul, so Philippians chapter two, uh, verse thirteen, that it is God who is at work in us to make us willing and able to do His will. So, as I share with you, itong characteristics na to of uh, families that are, you know, that blesses the nations. You know, they're willing to trust God for the challenges, for the provisions, and also for the outcomes. These are things that God wants to create in us through the Holy Spirit. Ito yung work ng Panginoon. And He uses the means of grace, various means of grace to make that happen. Remember, ang intention niya is that we would represent Him in the world. In other words, that we would become like Him, that we would be godly. And of course, para mangyari yun, He has to save us, not just at the beginning of our journey, but all throughout our walk in this life. He transforms us and changes us. So lahat ng mga nangyayari sa family natin can be good opportunities to develop faith as a family. So, you know, just to be practical about it, um, my family, pamilya ko, we, we go through challenges. And every now and then, you know, I would call a meeting with my sons, my two sons, my wife. Mawa, meron kami financial problem or a health issue or whatever na pinagdaraanan namin together I tell them let us trust God in this let us pray now I'm not saying that as parang you know to lift up myself and my family as parang you know a perfect example because there are times na ako confused kami there are times we don't know kung ano yung sagot 
And together, we walk by faith, my children and I, together with my wife. And sometimes we, you know, we fail. Sometimes we, you know, we, we mess up, you know. Sometimes nagkakaroon kami ng mga conflicts, hindi pagkakaunawaan. Uh, and we, we just continue to journey, learning to trust God every step of the way. And this is what I mean by a family that continues to grow and that, that continues to be transformed by God's grace. So they are learning how to trust God for the challenges. They are learning how to trust God for the provisions. And they are learning to trust God for the outcomes. Just like Abraham. And even just like Isaac. Who together exemplifies yung faith that we all need to develop in our own lives. So, in conclusion, you know, uh, we can say, in other words, that uh, the family that blesses the nations, ito yung family that trusts God completely as his godly family in the world. Trusts God completely as his fam godly family in the world, which is ultimately what God wants to happen sa ating mga pamilya. He wants us to learn how to trust God completely. And through the challenges, and through the trials, and through the testings, He wants to develop our faith, just like Abraham, the father of faith. He wants us to rely on the Lord. Amen? And so, instead of giving you some discussion questions, let me share with you some application ideas. Okay. First of all, prepare your family for the challenges ahead. You know, learn to teach. If you have a, you know, if you're a family with uh, small children, you know, develop and you know, teach them how to live their lives with trust in God. No, merong mga challenges, no. Pag minangyaring mga difficulties, meet with them and talk to them. In fact, itong pandemic, no, na nangyari sa mundo natin, yun is a wonderful opportunity. You know, these are learning moments that we can use in the family so that we can learn together how to trust God in the midst of this. And then secondly, practice teamwork, no, to help each other succeed. Pagtulungan kayo sa family niyo and, and develop, you know, yung resilience na kailangan so that uh, together as a family, you, you would uh, succeed, both individually and also as a team. And finally, pursue God's calling for your family together as one. So, magtulungan po kayo and Fulfill the purpose of God, which is to represent Him in the world as a godly family. And so may the Lord just continue to help each family represented in this, uh, you know, family camp, in uh, this life camp. I pray that we would really uh, fulfill God's purpose for our lives. Tayo po ay lumakad ng sama-sama sa kasama ng ating mga pamilya. Let's uh, trust God and let's obey the Lord. And there will be challenges, there will be difficulties, pero let's strengthen our families at uh, kapit-kapit tayo. Let's uh, fulfill the purpose of God. And God indeed, of course, is going to help us overcome and succeed. So yan ang testimony ng scriptures sa atin. The Lord will take care of us. The Lord will take care of the details. So let's trust God, not just a big picture, not, not just the vision natin, but how it would be worked out sa buhay natin specifically. And so thank you so much for allowing me to share with you the Word of God in these three sessions. 
tayong lahat po ay manalangin. Lord, maraming salamat po sa iyong kabutihan, sa iyong words, and revelation to, that helps us to see the big picture as well as Panginoon how things would work out uh, in its details. We can just trust you, Lord, for the details. So salamat po, Panginoon. Lord, bless each and every one, Lord God, I pray. Uh, lahat ang nakapakinig nitong uh, mga pagtuturo na ito, Lord, help them to remember the key principles and the key insights, O oh God, na aming napag-usapan. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So God bless. Salamat po.